Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is the podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 51 years ago while his kids were running around. The front porch is a strange place to start a business. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. We have solutions for all of your seasonal home needs, from hunting cabins to with no utilities to beach houses on the coast and everything in between. We have your back. Check out our awesome personal lines raiders to make coding easy for you at toscano.com forward slash raiders. Be sure to visit our webinar library while you're there, where you can watch our seasonal home webinar that we just completed with Judy, and you can also download the slides. Today, we're talking with personal lines underwriter, Judy Brinton. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Today, we have a special guest from the Toscano Agency. We've got Personal Lines underwriter Judy Brinton with us today. And through years of experience in the industry, and she's excellent at building relationships, she has changed roles a couple of times at the Toscano Agency, which we're going to learn more about. Judy, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So I want to know a little bit. I know you and I have talked quite a bit. We've got a lot in common, but I want to make sure that we share some things. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been here at Toscano? Well, in May, it'll be 29 years. 29 years. Good for you. Believe it or not. And when I first started, I went to computer school for a year. And I had lost my job at kind of like a grocery store. It was a little Italian place. And I, um, funny story, I literally was the cheese counter manager. <laughs> oh, that sounds like the perfect job, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. What about cheese? <laughs> you have my heart, Judy. <laughs> And we had lost our job because of a highway was literally going to be built through where our building was. Oh. So because we lost our job due to the state, per se, they paid for us to go to school. Oh, wow. So I went to school for a year to learn computer. And it just so happened that the school was affiliated with Toscano's. So there was a few of us here that had graduated from that school. And I come in and had an interview and I was like, well, I don't know anything about insurance, you know, and Ginny Toscano actually interviewed me and she said, well, none of us did. A lot of us haven't. Two point, yeah. And I said, okay, I'll give it a try. And just so happened that Rob Toscano and my boss from the cheese store were really good friends. So that helped too. They played poker together and hung out. And so we had conversations about him. And so I started in personal lines and just started, you know, learning the ropes and here's your phone and go to it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I was a nervous wreck. I can remember. I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't know what I'm talking about. And they're like, that's how you learn. You put the person on hold, ask the question or find out the answer from the company and you get back to them. So basically just 
started out learning the ropes and moved on up to an underwriter and been in personal lines ever since. Wow. I didn't realize that. So you have been in the same team since you started here 29 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. So many of the people that I talked to here at the agency have started in the mail room or they, you know, were Mm -hmm. helping out front as a receptionist. That's really unique. 29 years. Well, I guess you've seen a lot in 29 years on that team, huh? Sure have. (laughs) (laughs) So who was your manager then when you first started in personal lines? My manager, when I first started here, her name, I believe, was Kathy Phillips. Okay. And she did work here in several different departments at the time. And then she branched out into um, different agencies. You know, she went on the retail side and stayed in contact with her for a while. But now I've lost contact. But, yep. Wow. That's such an awesome story. And I honestly didn't realize the um, knowledge you have about cheese. Cheese is a food group to me. (laughs) I have cheese problems. So I'm going to have to like hook up with you and and talk cheese when I'm out there in a couple of weeks. And here's another funny story about the cheese store. Yeah. (laughs) They had lunch meat counter, cheese counter, fresh meat counter. Okay. Okay. Our receptionist, Gina, yeah, worked at the lunch meat counter. Oh my gosh. And got a job here. And she's like, oh my God, Judy. And we hadn't seen each other for 20 years. And now we're back together. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. It is hysterical. Oh my gosh. Like, I was like, wow. <laughs> Small world. Oh my goodness. I love it. And who would have thought you both would have gotten into the insurance industry? Like, that's what's so funny about this industry. Well, I love that there's so many different roles and like there's something to match every personality in this industry. I know. So many people are like, oh, insurance sounds so boring. I was one of them. I will fully admit that. But I love how there's a spot for everybody. But I call it a vacuum because you get like sucked into it and you never leave once you're here. I mean, Judy, 29 years, that's nothing to see that. Very true. You know? I say you learn something new every day too, because when you think you know something, it changes. So exactly. Especially when it comes to underwriting guidelines and things to that nature from your side as an underwriter. Yeah. I'm sure that's, that's a constant change, but just like you said, I love having a different day every day. It's not like, you know, you're working in a factory the line, you know, it's something different all the time, but this business, and I think this is any business is about relationships. Yes. There's insurance thrown in there too, but the majority of this is about relationships. And I know that you have formed a lot of relationships through the years, um, just by helping folks. And I mean, 29 years of being a personal lines underwriter definitely have some relationships built there. So are you still working with some of the same people from the beginning? Yes, ma'am. They always say, boy, I think you've been there as long as I have been here. You know, (laughs) like, yep, I can remember you from way back in the day, you know. That's awesome. Kind of grow up with the same people in the industry and learning at the same time kind of thing. So. Well, it's so funny. And we just did the uh, seasonal homes webinar this week with you, Judy. You know, I'm sure a seasonal home 29 years ago was very different than a seasonal home now. Um, Do you want to share some of the things that you see pretty often for seasonal homes right now? Sure. 
we get a lot of calls for um, cabins in the woods. The guys go hunting, you know, and they don't have a running water or all the utilities hooked up. And we have found a company for that by the name of American Modern. They will rate it only on a dwelling fire form one, though, for those types of risk. Uh, a lot of them just have like a wood stove for heat. That's all acceptable. Uh, we see a ton of Airbnbs throughout the different states. We write those. Our go-to is either American Modern in that case also. And we also have Windsor Mount Joy. Okay. Uh a lot of condos, you know, on the coast, that kind of thing. We can do that. A lot of people think we can't, but I will say one of our hardest states to find a market for is Florida. Yeah, that's really a state that's been having a lot of trouble in this industry. It's tough, really yeah. tough. Yeah. We got several this week that we really had a decline, unfortunately, because it didn't meet their guidelines per se. Right. Um, but yeah. So yeah, seasonal homes have really changed through the years. I know that we've seen tiny homes. We've seen some manufactured homes. A lot of people seem to be using manufactured homes as like their vacation homes now, instead of having sure. to spend so much money on an actual stick built um, that works out well, especially for snowbirds. You know, we see that mm -hmm. quite a bit, but, you know, you did a great job in the, the webinar. So hopefully our viewers will take the time to listen to that. So back to a little bit more about you. So tell me something that you're passionate about and how that relates to your career. Well, my favorite still to this day, 29 years later, is to talk motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> she is the motorcycle queen. So if you have motorcycles, call Judy, but tell us yeah. about your passion. And I'm getting excited because the season is fast approaching us. So um, not that I drive my own, but my boyfriend and I uh, have gone on several trips. And one of our favorites was we have now, I think it's been three times, uh, drove the motorcycle, got a hotel room, stayed overnight, and we went on train rides. Oh, nice. So our recent, latest one that we did was in Strasburg, PA, uh -huh. and uh, did that, and they took you it was like a 45 minute ride and explained it all and the area that we were in. So that's something that we're um, starting to enjoy doing together. Yeah. So how and long of a drive is that from the Greensburg area to there? I'm going to say it was probably about four hours total. I was going to say, cause that's One close way. to me. So yeah, yeah, that's okay. I've taken Sophie on that train ride. But then again, I have to take several stops. I'm only good for about an hour and then I need a break. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you, especially on the back of a motorcycle. I understand that. <laughs> and the older you get, the harder it is. <laughs> well, you need to get those padded pants, Judy. They help. <laughs> yep, yep. I actually have thought of that. So those I'm... might be coming this, this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, my husband just broke his tailbone. I know he would need something like that to get yeah. on a motorcycle. <laughs> like, definitely. So yeah, that's that's my biggest thing that we like to do as a couple. And he's a 
avid um, remote control airplane flyer. So cool. So they get these planes, they put them together, build them all from scratch, and then they go to the field and fly them. So probably just last year, I kind of got into it a little bit more. Not that I've done it myself. It really doesn't interest me. But they have what they call also a float fly, meaning that they take off out of the water Oh. And they land on the water. Well, that's really cool. So that interested me. So I've gone to those maybe three times and they have to hire somebody in like a boat that literally stays out in the water in case they crash it, that they have to go retrieve it. Yeah. So he got well, pretty lucky. He's pretty good at it, I will say. Yeah. So that's well, it's little bit of something by myself (laughs) yeah it's cool that your interests still come back to what you do though because obviously we write a lot of motorcycle business here at the agency so you know about motorcycles have you been writing any of these types of airplanes as well no and to be honest I would have to check into that to see if they would do something like that for somebody's collection of those on like an marine because they are not cheap I will tell you that well, it's kind of like the same as a drone would be. And I know we write drones, exactly. so maybe the same program. Good to know, because I keep telling them, you should insure them. <laughs> Good marketing idea, Judy. We might have to work yeah. on something together. Spread yeah, the word. Yeah. That's, That's a good awesome. Idea. Yeah. So as we're talking about this, tell me a little bit about the kinds of accounts that you see on a day-to-day basis in personal lines. What do you sure. see the most? The most, I will say, are the seasonal homes that people were asking if we could write or not. Um, The only one thing that I would like to just put out there, if it is not in a state, say where you live, Mm -hmm. like us, we're in PA and say we have a Maryland condo. Mm -hmm. The agency itself has to be licensed in that state if Toscana's is. Just because we are doesn't mean you don't have to be, is what I just like to Right. So if someone's coming to us and they have a client who lives in PA but owns a home in Maryland, in order for them to write that Maryland piece of business, the agency has to be licensed, the producer has to be licensed, and Toscano has to be licensed in that state. We get that question all of the time. And folks, it's not hard to get your license in another state. As long as you have your resident license, it's just a fee. You don't have to test. You don't have to... It's not a huge, huge headache. I think a lot of people just don't have the awareness as to how that process works. So I'm sure that's, you know, something you'd really like to make sure people understand. Right. And another big one is just your everyday primary home. Um, People haven't paid their bill. Uh, They've had multiple claims. They have a Rottweiler dog, that type of thing. Um, we can do those. For the most part, there is an animal exclusion on the policy, depending on the breed. Uh, another pitch I'd like to just throw out is we've recently acquired a dog liability uh, market. So if 
the dog is excluded on the homeowners, we could write a separate policy for the dog liability. Awesome. That's very popular um, line of business that we hear every day. And another big line is personal umbrella. Mm-hmm. Write a ton of this business. Um, just for your everyday person, a lot of people think, well, I'm not rich or I don't have any kids to worry about, you know, but it is cheap and a really good extra, trying to think of the word I want, layer of coverage Yes. on top of your home and auto. Yeah, definitely. So important to have those umbrellas. And I think it is a common misconception that in order to carry an umbrella, you know, you need to have a really fancy house or kids that are driving or things to that nature. In this crazy world, if you hit a school bus, watch out because it is going to come in in all different directions and you're going to wish you had an umbrella. So yeah, so important. And they're affordable. The coolest thing too about our umbrellas is we have that comparative rater on the website that agents can go try it out themselves, get quotes from three different carriers. Of course, Judy, you're there to help too, but it can get them started in the right direction with it. So Mm -hmm. that's a great, great tool to use for those as well. And we get a lot of people that they've, you know, two years ago, they got a DUI. Mm -hmm. We can also do that just to let people know, don't think you can't get one because somebody has that on their record. Exactly. And, you know, the great thing about our personal lines team, yes, everything is direct build, which makes it so easy. The agency doesn't have to collect unless it's a down payment, obviously. But, you know, we have admitted and non-admitted carriers. I think so many of the times people just assume if it's hard to place risk, it's going to be a non-admitted carrier. And that's not the case with us in personal lines. So it's really great that we can offer all these things for folks. So let's wrap up a little bit, Judy. What's one of the craziest things you've ever worked on in these 29 years? Craziest Mm, risk. That's going to take me some thinking, Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you've had some really unique things through the years. I know that um, a couple of years ago, I sent over a house that was actually built in the shape of a boat, not a boat house itself, but the house was in the shape of a boat. And we were able to help out with that. But what's Mm -hmm. been the craziest thing you've seen? I would say maybe a a year, not that it's crazy and not the sound, um, but I had a prosthetic leg for somebody. I had somebody that had a glass eye. Oh. And they basically wanted to insure it like a piece of jewelry. Yeah. And we did write an inland marine on both of those through Windsor Mount Joy in an admitted market, believe it or not. Makes sense. You know, there's a cost to those things and that could be detrimental. You know, I know that you've worked on some of those, um, they're not scooters, but like the, um, what are those called? The electronic they're not wheelchairs, but the electronic scooter thingies. I don't know oh, the scooters. Is. Yeah. Yeah. People need uh, those to be insured. They're expensive and the batteries are expensive. So yeah. yeah. And getting back to the motorcycles, just to throw it out there. Uh, one of the new hot things on the market is electric bikes, mm-hmm. bicycles. And we're seeing quite a few of those. And American Modern will also write those on the motorcycle program. 
Nice. Good to know. Yeah. Judy, I've learned so much about you today and some of the things we can do here on Personal Lines. Thanks for joining me. I'm so glad that you came. Sure. Nice to be here. And I'm on the roll.